Are you saying I spent too much money? You spent too much money? No. A lot of people go to Switzerland to get their watch fixed. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike will make you crisscross, jump, jump, Crawford. What's up, buddy? With a backwards <laughs> Prescott jersey on. <laughs> I see where you were going with that. Shout out to crisscross, uh, bro. Hey. That's the problem with on-the-fly intros is sometimes so, you get stuck in the weeds. <laughs> so... About the intro, uh-huh. where are they actually from? Because going to Switzerland wouldn't be cra- too crazy if you were like from the neighboring country, bro. Like, so you need like some background. That's true. Okay, well, this was Rodney Dangerfield and Back to School, which is one of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time. Rodney Dangerfield is, is a treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as comedies go, I mean, Thurman Munson is uh, Kingpin, and Rodney Dangerfield. I forget what his. It was something Munson. Because his di- he was he was on the dive team back in the day, and then his the premise of the movie is his son goes to college, and he never actually finished his degree, Rodney Dangerfield, so he has to go back like 20 or 30 years later when his son's at college, and it turns out Rodney Dangerfield is like the awesome party guy, and his son's a square, and... So it's that whole dynamic of going to college with your son. You're cool and he sucks. <laughs> yeah, except for his son is trying to get his education, bro. Yeah, but why you got a harsh on Pops gig? Like, you know, do your own thing. <laughs> so it's it's a great, great flick. Great flick. But actually, yeah. we started, I, you know, thought-provoking stuff before we started rolling here so just before we jump into the whole thing we had planned here i was thinking we were talking about uh you know how long we have to live we're like yeah yeah yeah. you know the prospects in our life of how long we're going to live have ebbed and flowed depending on our (laughs) situations and right now i i it's the longest i think i've given myself as far as a ceiling of living in age and today i was thinking about it and i was like yeah, the first third of my life is over. was over a couple of years ago. I'm about to turn 38. So I was like, wait a second. If that was like 35, that means I'm going to live to be 105. And I was like, oh, I don't want to live to be 105. That's too much. Why not? That's too much, bro. Like, I don't like not being able to perform at at least 95%. So, you know, considering my body's... Trudging through at 80 at a ceiling, it's like if once my mind starts going to, it's take me out to pasture and shoot me, dude. If I can't play a game of cards, that's when you know, Kevorkian, check, like I'm good. Take me out. But you might be able to play again. I know, I mean, I don't know. I know some 90 year old that'll play a game of cards. Like Listen, I'm not saying if you shuffle up and deal and I forget what game we're playing to fucking take me out at the table like it's we're Billy no, the I'm Kid. Saying, I know some like fully game. functioning. They ain't like having 
and you know what I'm saying? They're not like I'm just saying if it's if it's to the point where it's situation. like two weeks in a row, I can't play a card game. Like, all right, enough's enough. Somebody else needs this bed. You know what I mean? Get me the fuck <laughs> out of here. Oh well, you have fun with that. How life, long man. do you? Okay, so how long out. do you actually want to live? Let's start there. Forever, if I could. Man, do you really? <laughs> so okay, yeah, okay. Man, I love life. Do you? This is the greatest part of my day, man, waking up in the morning. Well, yeah, that part's great, especially when you never thought that it was going to happen at this age. But besides that, do you really want to live forever? Yeah. That sounds awful. Like, what is that going to look like? I don't know. That's But you need to enjoying life, man. Ugh. The closest thing I would do would be, like, the brain... From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that floats around in the watery head bucket and then just has that big... Or is it in the stomach? Or it goes back and forth? I don't remember this guy, but he was a villain and I liked him. I, I always rooted for the bad guys. <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady, they were the best. Whoa. Bebop um, and Rocksteady. Yeah. But anyway, so wait. But seriously, you want to live forever? Like, you, yes. that would be your choice. But why? What do you want to yeah. see so bad? I don't want to see anything. I just enjoy life. I enjoy being on Earth. Nobody enjoys really life that much. I do, man. I thought the about leaving this air. one too many times to fucking want to live forever. That shit don't make sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, well, good thing you don't have those thoughts anymore, man. You enjoy No, it, yeah. no. It, it, honestly, like, all jokes aside, but joking around... Like, mental health, if you're not feeling good, take care of yourself. It's a big deal. I'm just, I, I'm too logical at the end of the day, and the risk versus reward never balanced out. The pros versus the cons never, it was not, it was astronomically never a good idea. So I was just like, all right, fuck it. Whatever. Let's just trudge through. And then turns out it gets better once you get out of your own way most of the time. That, at least it did for me. So... That being said, school's back. Talk about wanting to kill yourself. Bro. <laughs> School is back. And everybody into traffic's back. Yes, it is. In full effect. What dude, there was I already got first week of school bullshit I gotta deal with, dude. And it's like I pull up Monday. This is Monday. I live across the street from the school. Uh, my son no longer goes to that school because it just went down the tank, so we had to transfer him out. But I'm coming in after doing my daddy duties of dropping the kids off at their respective places of learning. And I have a corner house, so I have a drive through driveway, like a traditional drive through driveway. Now, the first entrance on my driveway is blocked by this lady in a Mercedes. And I don't care... How many parents are behind me? <laughs> I st and I have another driveway I could turn into. I stop, roll down my window, and I'm like looking at her. And she's got her hazards on, like that makes a difference. 
And I'm just like, just because you have four lights blinking at the same time does not give you the authority. You, you are in no okay, type man. of way servicing anybody here, okay? Man, I don't care about it. That. I don't care if you would service somebody not in front of my driveway. So she like, like points backwards to the driveway, like you trying to get in here? And I want to be like, <laughs> yes. But I, I want to be like, first of all, it doesn't matter. Don't block a driveway. But yeah, and then, so she like, uh, is frantically trying to get out, and I take that opportunity to pull around the back of the driveway and watch her struggle <laughs> through and, like, watch her drive off. I'm just like, nah-uh-uh-uh. Like, we, everybody gets a pass for the first week because everybody's figuring their stuff out. I, I'm understanding enough, especially as a parent, I'm going to give everybody the grace of a week. And that's what I told my kids. I said, listen, dude, like my nine-year-old, I'm like, you got a week? To get back in the rhythm. But we have done this before. Let's not pretend like this is a brand new thing. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the parents driving their cars. Like, listen, you guys got a week to figure out that your kids need to wake up 15 minutes earlier. They're super lazy after summer, okay? Especially a pandemic summer. Yeah. 2.0. So you guys need to harness your shit. Otherwise, starting next week, I'm just going to be sitting at my front door with one of those high-powered water cannons. <laughs> dude we had i learned this from uh well speaking of suicide uh one of my best friends growing up his older brother which was the closest thing i had to an older brother because i had two older sisters still do thankfully and he unfortunately killed himself over a girl which you know nothing is that serious everybody uh but he would sit in the garage with this like high-powered water cannon and as kids would drive, ride by on their bikes or skateboards or whatever back in the day when that was commonplace, he would just squirt <laughs> random kids that were just biking through the neighborhood. And that, but it was so high powered and so far away that he'd be like, "Dude, there is no way like a super soaker could get you like that." But it was like mini fire hose status. So I think I'm gonna bust that out and turn all these cougars into kittens if they keep parking in my fucking driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely do that because definitely you better not park in my fucking driveway. And then be like, what? But I don't know, man. Because you like, know what? That would be the best these days, man. So don't like, don't do that. That would Thanks. be. But if I sat at my front door right next to the ring camera and just had it, so like, if anybody freaked out, I'd just be like, mm -mm -mm. this is just water. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. But I don't know, man. I don't know if it's worth risking it. People are crazy these days, man. Fucking, who are you talking to? What you mean? What are they gonna do to me? I don't know. They got a real gun. And you're shooting a water gun, bro. Like, I'm at the front gonna... door. <laughs> that's not an even battle. Yeah, but they would not. I mean, they would have to penetrate my household. And if they had a gun, I mean, I have a telephone. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. But like, I quick. if they if they were going back to their car aggressively, I would go in the house aggressively and be like, "Fuck this." <laughs> I'm not stupid. Like, I will push the boundaries of every person's limits. Unfortunately, that's a gift I have, so I'm trying to embrace it and make it fun. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still going to get the fuck out of Dodge if I need to. Yeah, there's a dummy who <coughs> called the police on the McDonald's, on the McDonald's people for his, like, cold sandwich or some shit. <laughs> Only for the police to come lock him up because he has a warrant for murder. <laughs> He's like, don't want me killing somebody over this cold cheeseburger. 
I saw this the other day. I was like, whoa, that is the most way, that is the quickest way for Carmen to ever get you, bro. He didn't even know he had a warrant for murder. Dummy. Well, yeah, that's the worst kind of criminal. The dumb ones. <laughs> Absolutely. They're the perfect criminals because they going to jail. <laughs> what was your what was your first day of school like? Was it kindergarten? My first day of school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Bro, you don't? I've been smoking weed. For you a long were not time. smoking weed when you were five. No, but I've been smoking for a long time, so the fact that Oh, you just don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> that far back. Kindergarten was fun though. I remember certain days, like you napped a lot, you played with that. Like my earliest school memories are probably like middle elementary, like third, fourth, fifth. Like I have vivid I can remember vivid stuff from them. Oh dude, I had uh, my first day of kindergarten. I think my grandma dropped me off. And uh, it was in Santa Monica. And I was had the full-on blonde toe-head, like, part with, like, the comb-over. And I wore, in August, thank you guys very much, I wore a hand-knitted Wizard of Oz red sweater with all the characters... Hand knitted on the front. That was my first day of school garb. <laughs> oh man! So you no. want to talk about you don't remember shit? There's certain things I wish I didn't remember about my first day of school. I'm just kidding. I love that sweater. I kept that shit for a long, long time. Involved <laughs> with my thing. But yeah, that I dude. So for this first day of school, you know, kids go whatever. We were so happy that they had a nice first day at school. We, like, took them out to dinner, met up with another family. Like, did your kids have a good day? Let's celebrate our children. Then I was thinking about it the day after on the second day of school. And I'm like, that's a totally different experience than I had. When I got home from my first day of school, I basically got a list of what they I'm not allowed to do all year. And you better not fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I need to beat you now? Because I know you're going to do some shit wrong. <laughs> hey, bro. I know. Different strokes for different folks. But I was like, fuck. You, go, man. You, learn, you learn from your past, man. Yeah. Dude, it's, dropping your kids off at school is so much different. Now that I have the ability to, I'm so privileged to be able to drop my kids off at school. It's like one of the things I try not to take for granted, even on the days they're being assholes. It's like I get to spend time with my kids in the morning. Which not a lot of people get to do. You know what I mean? And in the afternoon, it's fucking fantastic. But the, the whole drop off yeah, situation. A lot of kids ride the bus. Well, the bus is fun because you get to do it with your friends, but like, well, let's do that a little bit later. But then it's also like you can't ride the bus for too long because then it's like, oh shit. Shit starts going down on the bus in like seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> people touching people, doing drugs, sneaking shit around. It's just, it becomes, well, I don't know. I, you know what? I, I just assume everything is still the way it was when it happened with me or to me or I, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I don't totally fucking trust any kids because I grew up with heathens like you did. Yeah, but this is a total different world. They're even worse than that. See, that's what I'm saying. Cause now they have the internet. <laughs> so now they know how to do all the stuff that we were trying to figure out on the fly and didn't have the proper equipment. Exactly. Ugh. 
hysterical. But yeah, the, the first week of school, like drop off is totally different now. All the moms drop off and then go get coffee and do Pilates. All the dads drop off, get high and go to the gym. Like she has pretty standard operating procedures. Like, all right, see y'all tomorrow. Or a pickup. Great life. A great know. California life, man. <laughs> it is. Oh, except for... All right, here's the little fucking serious note. It's sad that the serious note comes after the suicide talk, but that's how the government <laughs> fucking treats us. Did you see this fucking bananas inflation reduction bill bullshit that got passed? Our buddy Joe. I Biden. heard about it. I haven't oh, read it yet. God. Well, first of all, let me just start off by saying if there are many silly things that people did during the pandemic, including not take care of their stimulus money properly. Uh, if you so, here's something you can do if you're already fucked: cancel any subscriptions that you signed up for during the pandemic and forgot about. They're just you're randomly getting charged like an extra thirty bucks a month for shit you don't even use anymore. I bet you it's more than that. I bet you real or like oh I forgot about fucking <laughs> Peacock or you know this this workout service that just comes out automatically every month or you know look at dive into it. You might save some money. But yes, this <sighs> so this inflation reduction bill. Let me yes. just say it. it it's straight up like every article that I've read, skimmed through, says it does not reduce inflation at all. I'm going to read it. It does not. Time. So I if you recall yet. recently, the IRS, the federal government just uh, opened up 75,000 jobs for IRS. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So in this particular bill... They're approving an influx of $676 billion in federal revenues, okay? Everybody's like, cool, they're going to spend all this money. They're giving it to themselves. <laughs> because I don't know if you know what inflation is, but inflation is the rate in which the government has to pay back the debt. So as inflation rises, that means that the national debt is rise rising, and they have to try and cover the back cost. It's the VIG. Inflation is the VIG on national debt. And they just doubled down on that shit with $676 billion, in which it's clearly <laughs> lined out that 352 of it is going to be in tax credits. And the federal government is going to keep $324 billion net once this is all said and done. It's a 10-year plan. Okay. At the end of this 10-year plan, they are anticipating that the overall scope of jobs will be a deduction of 29,000. That means there's going to be 29,000 less jobs. However, they're coming out of regular citizens. They're like, in the private sector, y'all are going to lose <laughs> about 29,000 jobs. 29,000 uh, jobs. However... These federal jobs, this bill is going to fund all of those uh, FTEs or full-time employees that they're saying. So they're essentially they created more jobs to take more money from the American people, taxpayers. And then they're using that money to pay themselves back. 
So not any American that is cash and checks is seeing any of this money. It's the government creating more debt and paying themselves while they're doing it. So listen, man, I'm, I'm not a mathematician. I'm just a math enthusiast. And I think that the government with all this bullshit assumes that just because we don't read, we can't. So I encourage you to start reading the shit that comes out and vote. Listen, even if the NBA's shutting down games on election days, go vote. Be heard. That's all I'm saying. These fucking people. They wonder why everybody's offing themselves. They should with your fucking W2s that should come with a suicide hotline number. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to feel like you get out alive. Just in yeah. case. I don't know. Just in case. That was like five minute fucking rant on government anal probing. I couldn't jump in because I haven't read the bill yet. I usually read the bills when they come out, but I ain't read it yet because I ain't had time. Yeah. I'm kind of busy right now. Oh, are you busy watching sports? I do watch a lot of sports, and the WNBA playoffs start tonight. Ooh, we went to a, I was fortunate enough uh, to go to a L.A. Sparks game over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. It was Did pretty, they get their ass whipped? Uh, yeah, <laughs> aggressively. Like, we're <laughs> for the second half, we're like, all right, let's see if they can lose by 30 or less. That's the goal. <laughs> and they were right about 33 to 36 the entire time for the second half. I don't know half. how they got so bad. Uh, your girls hurt. And then the other Boomerkay sisters hurt, and then Liz quit on them. So, I mean, it was still fun. It was a lot of fun to go to. Oh, I'm but sure. It was, any sporting event is fun to go to. But, you know, I mean, I don't think there's any argument, even though everybody tries to do it with the equal pay. It's like, I don't even care about equal pay across genders. I care about equal pay across sports. Like, women's lacrosse should not make as much money as men's football. Just fucking sorry, dude. It's a revenue stream. Okay, WNBA, they did a giveaway, and they did it in Section 100. They usually give it away in Section 4 or 500 in the nosebleeds. The problem is, the nosebleeds for a WNBA game is the last row in the first section. You're still in the first. There's no double-digit letters in your seat. You are A through Z at a WNBA game. Yes, I don't understand why people ever thought they would be making close to NBA money. They don't bring in close to NBA money. They don't even, like, their TV deals are probably, like, minuscule. Like, cut it out. And, I mean, it's, I it's, it. it's fun to watch, but, you know. It is. But people don't watch it enough. When they get their numbers up and they negotiate better TV deals, then they can see more money. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, speaking of more money. Because uh, nobody talks about the fact that what? girls, college softball coaches make as much, if not more, than the college baseball coaches. You know why? Because girls good. softball has revenue. Yeah. They make money. Thank you, Jenny Finch. College softball girls make money. They had their own. And little I cut exhibit. you off, so no, 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 you're good. They had their own little exhibit at uh, All Star Weekend, and by little, I mean 
It was little. It was like one thing in the middle of a room. (laughs) (laughs) Which I, you know, unfortunately they don't have a ton of superstars. They had like six. So, you know, you didn't, in order to keep it, you know, not saturate it with, oh, really? How much do we need to care about this? They just kept it clean. So I can appreciate that. (laughs) But speaking of money, we need to come up with a breaking story fucking shit. Uh, Your boy LeBron just signed a two-year extension with the Lake Show. For $97 million. $97 million. With a 15% trade kicker, which is awesome. (laughs) Basically means I'm going to be a Laker for as long as I want, or you're going to give me so much money that I'm not going to care where I go. (laughs) Because since it's an extension and not a new deal... That he doesn't have a no trade clause, like he yeah, if no. they decide, uh, you know, if they decide to trade LeBron, go ahead. But you're gonna pay. Yeah, he doesn't have no like trade clause, but whoever takes him on gets LeBron plus fifteen percent kick on fifty-seven million. <laughs> and he has a player option for the twenty-four twenty-five season, same as Anthony Yo. Davis. That's never plus like seven million, bro. It's never just free seven million for LeBron just to get traded. Well, his that was one of the things about his contract is he wants to be the highest paid ever over the course of an NBA career, and this puts him over the. But that's not gonna last. It's not gonna last. Sign another deal. Well, Giannis will end up making more than him probably. Yeah, but Katie's number one. I mean, Katie was number one until LeBron signed this deal, and Katie's going to sign another deal because he's four years younger. So, yeah, but don't you think Giannis is going to be able to? In a, over time, Giannis yeah. is probably going to make the most because he's part of this. You know, these new max deals. Exactly. He's like he's the he's the biggest guy of those set of new structured deals. So yeah. you know he has the most potential to make the most money. And as long as he doesn't get hurt, he is a fucking one man show. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be the highest paid guy in the league. But LeBron also took all those years where he wasn't taking the absolute max. So yeah, that's true. But here's the other thing: he's still gonna sign another. Fucking two, he's got to do the Brady thing where he'll sign, he'll play till he's 40, and then he'll year by year it with his son. But how do you feel about this? Okay, so LeBron's got two years on his, Anthony Davis has two years on his. Do you think that he's just chumming it up with his Space Jam 2 buddy and is like, listen, when Bronny gets here, if we can make it work on the Lakers, we will. If not, the three of us go wherever the fuck we want and take over the town. How well, viable I don't do know about that? I don't audience? know about Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis, they're going to know about Anthony Davis next summer. And if Anthony Davis don't take a new deal, his ass is getting gone. Yeah. Yeah, with one year left on his deal, he is going to be gone. They're going to offer him this extension and whatever next summer. If he don't take it, they're going to trade his ass. But do you think that in the 24-25 season – that what do you think the likelihood that the three of those guys are on the same team? LeBron, mm, AD, and Bronny. Because as long as Bron is in the league, he has no control over where Bronny goes. Unless the Lakers, he decides not. to sign as a free agent in two years. Yeah, to wherever Bronny goes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So he so it's no I'm saying it's not gonna be it probably don't be the Lakers. Like he would have to Bronny would have to fall to the Lakers. So it all depends on where he gets drafted. 
Like, so I can't really predict that as far as all three of them. Because LeBron, I mean, Bronny's going to be part of the draft. So whoever likes him is going to draft him. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say, oh, to the Lakers. And the Lakers probably won't have a draft pick that high because they have LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like, you. Ooh, I mean, now, LeBron, what if- now Bronny falls, then. All right. So, I mean, if LeBron says, fucking, here's what we got to do and I'll sign another three-year deal, the Lakers will figure out a way to try and trade up. Or everybody's going to be like, look, this is the one time we're going to all band together and be like, no. Maybe that happens. I don't know. However... What happens if they're at, like, 17? Let me ask you this, though. Go ahead. What if the Lakers go... LeBron is like, I'm going... Balls to the wall this year. Balls to the wall till the wheels fall off. And next year, I'm going to recover because we're going to tank <laughs> so we can get a better chance at a lottery pick. We need this boy. He's like, I'll just take my 39th year of life and I'll recover. And then that way, my 40th year, I'll be rejuvenated and ready to go. What do you think? What do you think? No. You don't think LeBron's a scab like that? Nah, he's not built. To, yeah, man, he, so. he didn't make it this far being built like that. But in two years, Family when Bronny's ready everything. to come out, he'll be a free agent. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So, so he can go wherever Bronny is. They can sign. There ain't going to be no... No, Andy Davis won't be... They, listen, and they will either be with a new deal with the Lakers in one year. Yes. Or he or. won't be a Laker in two years. Right. I, that's he what I'm talking about. Ex- he you're won't not come to free agency as a Laker. Two years from now. Yes. If, yes. Anthony Davis, LeBron James are free agents. They could sign wherever Bronny is and take over that. What time. I'm saying is Anthony Davis will never see that day as a free agency in a Lakers uniform. It will. He won't see free agency as a Laker. Well, that's fine. That's what, what I'm saying. But if he doesn't. Yeah. But Okay. Well, let me just do the math. Let me do this fucking stupid new core <laughs> math where you have to draw everything out. If he doesn't sign with the Lakers and gets traded. Because he's he's still just not going to sign a new deal and get his free agency. That's my point. Is what if that's oh. the long term plan? Is there LeBron and AD are like, listen, we'll both make sure we're free agents at the same time and we'll have a fucking conversation. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Is that's what True. I foresee. However, I could be completely wrong. But I mean, if you like playing cards, I mean, he, I he's kind of showing his cards. Got. So yeah, he's not. I mean, if he doesn't sign a new deal, then yeah, they'll be free agents. But they're gonna offer him a deal. Well, of course be, they he, are. He ain't staying in LA if he don't take it. Yes, they we can agree on that. We can agree on that. <laughs> All right. Well, how do you feel about uh, new defensive back to the Bulls? Team? The Bulls, get out of here with the Bulls. I can't just hold off. On the you Bulls. heard Giannis the other day talking about playing for Chicago, right? No, but that clip. would be freaking awesome, dude. I would love to see Giannis on the in a Bulls uniform. Mm. Derwin James, seventy six point four million. I like it. Yeah, Derwin James for the Chargers. Agent, I love, I love David. I love Derwin James. Yeah, I like him too. And I, you know, I like that the Chargers took care of him, and I like he's the highest paid defensive back in the league or history. Anytime you say the league now, it means history. So just. Everybody know that from now on, forever. But um, 
he was in the final year, the fifth year, going into his of his rookie deal. So he was going into the fifth year. He's played for, proven his worth, and going into the final year, he's like, hey, guys, let's go. He was a hold-in, so he went to camp, but was like, hey, guys, we got to figure this out. So I'm happy that he did it the way he did it and got rewarded for it. Like, I think that it all worked out the way it was supposed to. And it was a good example for other people who are holding out or whatever. But I also get, like, it's a really long season. I don't fucking want to go run for two weeks. Like, let me take that time off. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, I, I get that. Mode. So, but I'm, I'm happy for him. And the Chargers are going to be quite formidable this year. Oh, yeah, they're pretty loaded. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be interesting. So, they're pretty loaded. There's also a loaded UFC card this weekend. There is. I don't want to get too into the weeds on it, but Jose Aldo is coming back, and, I mean, he's at plus 110 against some dude. All right, let's try it. Marab Valishvili? I don't know. Anyway, that guy's probably going to beat up Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo, because mm-hmm. it's just... Jose Aldo's never the same since he got clipped by Connor. It's just he's never been the same. Paulo <laughs> uh, Costa. For this week. What's that? Oh, yeah. Make your pick. Is My man Luke Rockhold with the plus 290, baby. We're getting us a W this week. Paul Co- Paulo Costa, you're going down, bro. You're going I don't down. I know about that, dude. Paulo Costa's at minus 370. He's, he's a bad dude. And Luke Rockhold... Who won the girls' fight? Huh? Oh, Amanda Nunez, bro. Dang. Dang. It's obvious, obvious. And it was like one of the most dominant fights ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, my last pick didn't go so well. I'm yeah, getting, that's okay. But Luke one, Rockhold, is, he's, he's a vet, man. <clears throat> he's got a lot of fights in him. So he could take a punch, but he also kind of has a biscuit chin now. So it depends on which, which jawline shows up to this fight, I guess. Or which punch shows up? Yeah. You ain't got to take a punch if you land a good enough one. I promise you. Well, the main main event of the evening is going to be Kamara Usman. Don't put your money on that versus Leon Edwards. Unless you got a lot of money. Yeah, Usman's at minus four hundred. Leon Edwards is at plus three ten. Leon Edwards is a badass fighter, man. But Usman is just too good of a wrestler and. Yeah, if you want to make if you want to make five hundred off of two grand, go ahead and put your money up. Yeah, it's not worth it because Leon Edwards does have an out. He has a better outside chance than I think Luke Rockhold does. But you know, no, because Usman's out to prove something versus this guy because he didn't kick his ass like he wanted to last time. So this is my. I don't yeah. think that's gonna be close. What I want to see, which I'm never gonna get, I wanted to see Usman versus Bone Jones, but Bone Jones is like he's not officially retired, but he's pretty much retired. Yeah, I saw the other day he was, like, doing some training video, but I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. So, But if he gets back in the ring, Bone John versus Usman would sell a million pay-per-views. Easily, easily. Easily. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, well, we didn't do it last week, but let's move into college football, okay? The real college sport. Uh, the top 25 came out. Preseason rankings. Um, yes. So let's just we'll do them in fives. You tell me what you know because you know a little bit more what you think. Uh, so going from twenty five to twenty one, we have BYU, Houston, 
Cincinnati, which I can't believe they're 23. I thought they'd be higher than that. Um, Wake Forest and then Ole Miss at 21. How do you feel? Who do you think is the best out of that group and who do you think is overrated? BYU is probably the best out of that group, but Wake Forest quarterback just went down and they still in 24. No, re ranking, they're not going to be there. Yeah, they'll be Sam, out. Of it. Sam, yeah, Sam just went down. I don't know how good Cincy's going to be. They lost their three best players. They lost their quarterback. They lost their defensive end, and they lost their receiver. All NFL players, though, but their coach is pretty damn good. So. Yeah, and their defense is solid. So, yeah. you know, I, I, so I felt like they – Ole I, Miss will probably suck this year. That's what I – I thought Ole Miss was overrated and since he was underrated, but BYU is a close second. Like, BYU is going to be good. Yeah, BYU is going to be good. Yeah. They were close last year, but they're going to be really good. After two games, BYU should be in the top 15, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. But BYU is going to be good this year. All right. So then 20 through 16, we have Kentucky, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Pittsburgh, and the U, Miami. So I know. So you don't have to ask me who's going to be good. Um, but Pittsburgh probably going to not be so good. I don't know who they quarter. They lost their quarterback, and they had the best receiver in the world, and he transferred to USC. So, all right. So let Kentucky's me ask you always this. sneaky's good. Who is no. Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. They always usually are the ones that give like Miami or Florida State. Like when they're on a good run and they're like eight zero or something, they give them one of those tough games. And they're like, oh, huh? Um. I, I don't know if it's just me. It seems like Pitt is always like 17 or 18 preseason. Like they just always yeah. give them that slot. Like, eh, if I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. They're always pretty decent, pretty consistent. Always usually got somewhat of a defense. Throwing a scrappy on offense. They're a scrappy team, but. And so is Scrappy Dude. I don't think. He's a small part of the I don't think he's going to be this year. All right, so then we got 15 through 11. And here's where it starts to get interesting. So Michigan State is 15, which I never know how good Michigan State is because one week they'll blow somebody be, out and then they'll year. lose 17 to three next week. You know, it's like ugh. they're I just they're one of those teams that I hate betting, but I always do because they always play the nine o'clock Big Ten game, and I'm like, I got to get action early. <laughs> I think they're going to be really good this year. All right, so Michigan State, uh, USC. Is number fourteen. They are a sleeping powerhouse. Dude, I thought they would be like seven. That's because no one wants to give them their props yet because of the coach. Because they haven't done anything, but they literally just brought in all the best players, one of the best coaches, and they already are USC. Like they have athletes galore. They just need a direction instead of all these chaotic. They start two and zero. Though they'll easily be top eight if they start two and zero. Yeah, which they they should. So, yeah, I, to them, they were so underrated. I'm like, fuck, USC is scary as shit dude, this year. They're, gonna, they're scary, Dude, bro. USC, the USC-Notre Dame game this year, I have a feeling will be for playoff implications. Oh, it definitely will be for playoff. Now, whether know, it's Notre for Dame both of them or, or one of Notre them. Dame, Notre Dame, I don't know how good they'll be. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. get to that in a second. We'll, we'll see. So USC, 100% underrated in my opinion. Like, I need to look and see what the over-under is on their overall wins because if it's equal to what their ranking is, like, I think it's hammer time. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's probably hammer time. Uh, NC State is 13, which I don't know how good they are. Um, they're they're going to be good. That defense is legit, bro. Really? Is that why they're ranked yeah. so high? Yes, their defense is legit. Okay. What about Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State just seems like they put up 50 points a game, but can't ever stop anybody. I don't anybody. know much about Oklahoma State. I'm not going to lie. But their coach usually keeps them good. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I, they're always a problem, but I don't know that they're uh, 12 problem. I always want to believe in Oregon, but they always like get to the game that they need to have, the big game, and, and they just somehow suck up bump it up. Yeah. All right, so USC over-under is nine and a half wins on the regular season. What do they have, 11 or 12 games? 12. Oh. So they need a 10-win season to win that bet? I'd take that bet. That's in. Yeah. Yeah, that's in. Yeah, 10-win season, they'll definitely get a 10-win season. I think so, too. So, yeah, I'll uh, I'll double down on that just in case, uh, speaking of top 10, in case they beat Notre Dame at the end of the season. Because that would either be like, I'll win my bet, I think, or I'll lose, but they lost to Notre Dame, so I won't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Baylor is ranked number 10, followed by Oklahoma at 9, Michigan at 8, Utah 7, Texas A&M 6. So who do you think in that bunch is overrated? Oklahoma. Like who, I don't know who they have. They, I don't know who they brought back. Well, that's the thing is they just <clears throat> assumed that since they were good last year, it's like their coaches, like everybody left. And then yeah, it's like, left. what do you have? Yeah. And then you're also going to implement a new system. Like they're going to suck. Yeah, I think they're not going to be nowhere near this one. Four this losses ahead. for Oklahoma, eight and four. <clears throat> but I know who is going to be. A&M is going to be good. You, okay. I do not know anything about Texas A&M this year. So fill me in. They got all the top guys. That's why I, that's why I say it was man. They got all the top guys this year. They were the number one recruiting class. They, they yeah, got but number one recruiting class doesn't mean shit for this year necessarily. Man, they got horses that are going to play, bro. Like yeah, this year, they, that, and they were already good last year because they beat you know they beat Bama last year, so they had all they had horses already. Yeah, and then they got freshman horses to add to the mix. They're gonna be pretty good. Fair enough. And Jim, and we all know Jimbo can Jimbo's, coach it up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimbo's no joke. He's, I mean, he's from the old school Bowden. You know, it's like he knows what the fuck to do. Like he is the program, but he's just evolved and he knows how to get away with shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they have the number one recruiting class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jimbo. Jimbo he knows how to play the guys. game. Yeah, he's from, from under Saban Street. He knows. He definitely knows how to play this game. And then, okay, so A and M is there. All right, so top five. We start with the Irish. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I would say y'all are the overrated team, but there's one team that I think is more overrated than you all. So I'm gonna let you slide. We know who's winning the championship this year. Well, let me George run through. Let me back. run through. Hang on. It's Notre Dame's five, Clemson is four, Georgia's three, Ohio State's two, and Bama's one. So I have a team that I think is going to underperform this year. Who do you think it is Clemson. besides? Yeah, me too. I do too. I, I, I don't. I used to. I actually watched DJ when he was a junior on you know the show. He was on the show that's on Netflix. He was the backup to a guy to a Ryo to. 
Rael or whatever his name is at the school out in Cali. I think it's Lil. But he Lil. ended up taking his huh? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, but he but he took his uh, job uh, before the end of the season, and so I thought he was gonna be good at Clemson, but he looks pretty disgusting. Well, that and, and, and Davo. Well, Davo also signed his big contract and then thought that made him a celebrity and was going around doing all these interviews and then stuck his foot in his mouth a bunch of times and it's like, oh, you got paid. Now you're a distraction, bro. You're not even like. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be as sharp as they normally are. I think they'll have probably two losses within the first eight games and people are going to be like, whoa, what's going on here? So I mean I, I still think, think they'll finish back top. To back. I think they'll finish so, top fifteen. So you're saying back to back jacks, huh? Yeah, I don't know why they're at three. I think George is going back to back. I think their defense is literally legit, probably the nastiest defense, even with the people they lost. You're moving a lot of stuff around, brother. Like even with the people they lost, you they're legit. Nasty. Yeah, there. Well, it was one of those things where Georgia was always scary, and again, they would always lose the game like Oregon that they needed to win. And you're like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You can't beat, uh, you know, a seven and three, whatever team. You know, like, come on, guys, what's going on here? You know, that they finally got over the hump last year, and so now but they did get over the hump, and now it's like, uh, game over. <laughs> <laughs> there's a team that's not up here that I think is going to be up here, and after I named a few that I think are going to fall out because I think LSU is going to be pretty good. You think so? Yeah. You, I mean, I would give them top fifteen, but I don't know that they'd go further. I don't think they'll end up top ten. Mm, I don't know. I mean, they've they're got a chance. Be, they're going to be about one loss, I think. I think they're going to be pretty undefeated. One loss. Oh, they legit got some horses too. They just weren't coach right. Everybody knew Coach Ed O wasn't the coach, but they had to give him an extension because he won the championship. He won the championship because that team was fucking yeah. loved it. Yeah. Like, I could have coached him. He to walked the into a title. It was given to him. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. He walked into a title. He he just happened to hire the right offensive coordinator. That was the one thing I'll give him credit for. He hired the offensive coordinator who constructed the offense because the players were already there. Fucking Jamar Chase and <laughs> like, how do you not win with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson? What? Yeah, these dudes are like the two best receivers in the NFL now. In college, how are you not winning with them? And their slot receiver is in the NFL too now. I'm like, what? Yeah, Joe Bell, I'm gonna give you a good enough line. You stand back here, you sling this thing. Oh and that's yeah, what he did. who else? <laughs> and who else is in the NFL? That was hilarious. The whole offense that was there yep. is in the NFL. You know why? And doing and they well. Had doing horses, well. yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they had Derek Stingley, who just went third in the draft on defense. Like, Coach O, you walked into a good situation. Whoever was the coach before you, whatever he did to fuck up to get fired for you to get that job and win those last two couple games and end up getting the extension, go thank them. You should have thrown him a couple milli. For sure. Because <laughs> like, that's Ogeron's why, a basket yeah. case, dude. Straight He's basket a wacky case, guy. I don't know who believed that he could have coached, like, been a good coach. He just happened to fall into the right situation. And dude, boys took speaking him of which, let's kind of half pivot here. You know who fell into the wrong situation? My boy Manti Teo. 
So they came out with a new Untold, which are these like fucked up sports stories on Netflix. Uh, Do you know how long I've been waiting for this? Ten years. This happened ten years ago to this dude. (laughs) Ten years ago. And let me just say, the person that did this to him is interviewed. uh, There's two episodes. Literally, we got delayed a little bit, and I was able to finish the episode one that I started earlier. And... At the beginning of it, it's like, hey, just so you know, this person, and while this was being filmed, nobody knows that this person now identifies as a transgender woman. But it was this person going through their internal struggles and taking it out on other people on the internet to the extreme. And like, I don't, I've only gotten through half of it, but being a Notre Dame fan, and Manti Teo was the biggest fucking thing in college football in 2012. And that was like... But truth be told, that story kind of helped him become as big as he was. 100%. But even though he was a good linebacker. Me me being a Notre Dame fan anyway and watching him come up, like I knew, like when he didn't go to USC and went to Notre Dame, I was like, what just happened? We just got exponentially better. And it was like Manti Teo was the first Notre Dame jersey that I either bought or was given to me that wasn't a number three. That was the first mm-hmm. Notre Dame jersey that I had a different number than number three. I had many versions of number three, but that was the first one. I got a number five. I got a new jersey for, for Manti Teo, like supporting my boy. And so I kind of already know what happens and what did happen at the time. Not like as it was going on, but, you know, a couple months after, I was one of the few people that followed the story because I was like, dude, how is my boy doing with all this weird shit going on? Poor guy. Like, I hope he gets to play in San Diego like he's always wanted to. Or, you know, like, I kind of followed what was going on between the end of school and the draft. Oh, I followed it too. Don't worry. You weren't alone. You are not alone, my friend. But I would say this does a very good job of making you find a way to hate transgender people kind of right off the bat. <laughs> like, whoa. You got to be conscious of that angle, Netflix. because it's just like hey man this person was trying to figure out and here's the thing this person did like the most fucked up stuff and then is kind of in the same breath taking credit for how well Manti Teo was doing on the field I'm like this is not a bitch in the sense of having a pussy but a pussy have no goddamn sense like what is this person talking about I was getting so fired up like Woo! I mean, techni- technically speaking, like they can take some credit. He used to say he's doing it for her, so yeah. But if you lift somebody, if you give somebody a cupcake while you're feeding them poison, you're not helping them. Well, you, you, you. At the time, he didn't know about the poison, so technically, you can't throw that in because the poison yes, you wasn't can, because revealed. What, what do you after. think he would rather have? A slightly less better season. And possibly a way better professional career? You don't think he would have traded that? Yes, but okay. she was talking about she was talking about how she made him better at Notre Dame. Or he or whatever they are. You're right. Even though I do have a transgender cousin, so they refer to themselves as they, so that's why I did. Because so, yeah, some some oh, no. Go one way. So, or the I other. mean, it, it's pronouns now. It's he, she, they. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know the right pronoun. So I'm not. You could call this person an asshole. That. That's universal. But 
Oh no, the person is dead ass wrong for what they did. Talk about they had cancer, all that lying and shit. Like, no, you don't get no pass for that. I'm more so talking to the talk fact about of, cancer after you fake being in a car accident. So now you you've been <laughs> diagnosed with leukemia while in the hospital for a car accident. And Manti Teo, uh, here's a little spoiler alert to get you to watch this thing. Because I love my boy Teo and I need his name cleared. And there's not a whole lot of redu- redactions. In there's history. no way to clear his name from this, though. There is not. But this was before catfishing was a thing. And th- my boy Manti no, Teo he- thought his girl was dying. So he called her fake brother every day and would talk to her, supposedly, while she was, like, struggling for life. Like, hey, uh, the nurse said... They responded when they heard your voice. And that was this person just getting their ego filled by Manti Teo, like, crying every day, hoping that he was helping save somebody's life. So, if you want to hear all about that, go watch Untold. And it's even called Untold, like, my girlfriend wasn't real or something, <laughs> like, something like that. It's awful. <laughs> I don't understand how you guys got... I don't, I don't get it. As, I mean, as, as there is a part... As that person was... I don't get it. There is a part of me that even with all the background on it, I'm like, you're still kind of dumb, dude. (laughs) But if you were always kind of emotionally dumb, you know, that's not your fault. You got duped. Yeah, he got duped, man. And then her or him, whatever they want to be, I'm sure they want to be called her now if this is a him turning into a her. So, Proper respect on her. I'll call her her. I don't know her name. But she's dead wrong. So I don't know why she's on there trying to take credit for anything but being wrong. Like I said, (laughs) I only got through the first half or the first episode out of two. But I'm just saying she's just like, yeah. And I was telling him, like, ignore everybody and just listen to what I'm saying. And she's... She's, like, not a football person, or they're not a football person. And they're like, oh, yeah, I got into football. And then I would text him, like, here's what you need to do. And it's like, <laughs> you just, you're controlling freak. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, speaking that, of get out of here. That was dirty, though. Do you like vampires, or are you scared of them? I ain't scared of them, but I don't like them. Either. You know why? Because they're not real. Vampires are not real. Tell that to Jamie Foxx during the day shift. Are you going to watch this piece of garbage? No. Are you a Jamie Foxx fan? Uh, I'm a Jamie Foxx fan, but I'm not a vampire fan. I don't watch vampire movies. Oh, my bro. gosh. Not, it's the worst premise ever. Like, they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> it, the premise, like, here's how, here's how it's described on Netflix, and I'm paraphrasing because it was that easy. L.A. dad needs to get tuition... And braces for his kid within a week. He's got to go on his vampire bounty hunting. And he's under the clock. (laughs) Thank you. I don't need to see this. And it's like a two hour movie. Why? Why? It should be a five minute YouTube skit. Yo. The day shift. It should never been made because vampires aren't real. So Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'll tell you something I am very excited to watch, though. That's Indian matchmaking. <laughs> it is the greatest show on television. I love it. So what is, so what is Indian matchmaking? Oh. Like what, 
It's the best. Okay, so I don't necessarily care for the matchmaker herself. Um, but in season one, it was basically like in Indian culture, they have prearranged marriages. But with modern spins on society and all this stuff, instead of having the parents completely decide, they're like, okay, we want to approve, but maybe you do kind of like uh, calculated speed dating you know what i mean so it's like there's somebody's job to take profiles and do the tinder for you you know what i mean and they're like based on your values what your goals are what you want here your interest and it's like give me three interests you know like that culture is way different it's like what are your goals what's your family philosophy and then yeah sure i guess if you like to do things tell us that too and then so it's like basically watching the matchmaking happen and them having all these individuals who you're like, oh, I don't know about this lady. Or you're like, oh, I hope they stay together. It's the best because it's people watching and dating and it's like, it's not slimy. It's it's like, you know, it's over. On that note, sure. my couple from Love is Blind broke up today. <gasps> what? Say it ain't so. Sad. They made it a whole year. Mike and Trish are broken up? Who? I don't know. Who are these people? What, what happened? Their name is Ayana and Jarrett, man. Oh, Ayana and Jarrett, bro. Kidding. Close. Close. I was close. <laughs> but what, why did they break up? I don't know. I didn't, get the, I didn't read the whole story. Oh. I didn't come across my timeline. You're the worst gossiper ever. <laughs> Just so I come across my like timeline, bro. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of dating shows, what are your top five dating shows of all time? Because I know you the are top five dating shows of all time. Yeah. Flavor um, of Love. Okay. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Fuck. The Bachelor for sure, because they're like the first. You always gotta give the OG their credit. I'll only give it credit because my friend works directly with that show so fine married at first sight the fact that people are willing to marry someone they absolutely <laughs> don't fucking so know weird. has to be the most <laughs> the funniest thing ever uh-huh. um, um that's three you got two more yeah. what's the naked <laughs> show i don't know i don't watch that show. naked and afraid didn't you watch some shit? I can't think of the show that just went off. The the one that the Lachey's that we were talking about when they took the couple the and had the switch. Ultimatum. That That's one of your top wild. five? Yes, bro. Oh, that shit is, that, we never even finished it. To, we got through like three or four episodes. But bro, never. that has to be the, the concept of it is just the wildest concept. Dude, so I got to ask my buddy who worked the on The concept of switching spouses is one thing. Wife swap. The concept of actually then hanging out with the dude that is now sleeping with your wife every night for a week makes it a whole nother, a whole nother level of wild for me. Because that's what? insane. It's insane. <laughs> so we about to go to the bar, and get drunk together, and I somehow don't whoop your ass. Like I don't understand how that possibly. Like, happened. dude, I almost have. <laughs> A lot of frequent flyer miles based on situations like that. Like, you're going to have me in the same vicinity as this person? There's no chance. There's I got to no ask chance. my buddy who worked on the, the 
that show and the second ultimatum, whatever that comes out, when I can talk about it because there's a twist to it that I'm like, ooh, my boy's going to love this, but I don't know if I can say it yet or not. So just keep reminding me, and I'll get permission, and as soon as I can, I'll let you know. Yeah, so no, I love that show just before the whole premise of it, and no one got their ass kicked because, bro, somebody should have got beat up. Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Um, number five, I'm trying to think of dating shows, man, because there's probably some older dating shows that I don't watch or keep up with no more. All right, what about Cheaters? Is that really a dating show? I mean, it's it's kind of a date ending show. (laughs) This relationship is over. No more dates. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Cheater has to be some of the funniest shit I've seen. Cheaters Uh, is hilarious. Cheaters is stupid. What about Next? Did you ever watch Next? No, what's that? Next was on MTV where it was like there was one like girl and one boy or whatever and Mm -hmm. they would there was a bus basically a party bus of the other gender or if it was a same sex date and they everybody that was on the date they would like drive to a park the one like let's say the chick would be there at the park and then there'd be four guys on the bus and she'd start dating them and if she liked the guy, she'd just continue the date. At any point, she could just be like, next. And this motherfucker's <laughs> chopped. <laughs> he would go back on the bus, get hammered, and then the next guy would go out. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. Hey, it bro. is so funny. Yeah. Just to see somebody like go in the side interview, and you can see the person in the background doing their thing, and it's like, I think it's going really well, man. I think I'm going to go in. And then he like walks up, and she's just like, you know what, dude? Your face is busted. Next. And he's like, oh. <laughs> hey, bro, that sounds like kind of like this new show that they've been promoting on the uh, Married at First Sight channel where this girl, the woman, is going to have five dudes come to the crib. Like, they're all going to be there to say, like, what? Is she supposed to be trying to date all of them to pick out which one she wants, but they're all at her crib? Huh? Like, how, what? Like, how are we sitting on the bus together oh. trying to date the same girl? Like, See, but that one's, fi- that one's fine because it was just like, you know, you're just sitting there getting hammered, and then if it's your turn to go try and score with this chick, you go out there, and if it's not, you just you got a free day drink. Yeah, but say she goes out with him and she's out there with him for like 10, 15 minutes. When he comes to the bus and it's your turn to go, you can be like, yo, she just kissed him. I don't even want to kiss her now. I'm like, Oh, there have been dudes that or like <laughs> people that, that's the funniest part is the rogue. That is like, we walk up and they're like, you know what? I don't like her. And then just, they're like, be a dick on purpose, like trying to get fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the best. There's actually a, a girl that I don't remember if I made out with her or not. I wanted to in middle school. She was on Next as a lesbian. <laughs> you know, that was a bad day for you, huh? No, because I knew she was bisexual in middle school. That's why I wanted to kiss her. I was like, this chick is fucking rad. She had short hair, bisexual colored all the school? time. I was like, yeah, like, she's punk rock, in dude. middle school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was friends. I was friends with her and had, like, a crush on her. But it was like, she was, like, super hot. It was, like, incredibly hot. She was, like, I don't, I don't know, very olivey skin. Had, like, short punk rock hair, always different colors. Just like a mwah, very nice middle school crush. And I can't remember if I ever kissed her or not. I think I did once, that is, and she kissed me like a pity kiss. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll take whatever I can get from you. But then she ended up dating 
uh, one of my other friends who's a girl and a guy at the same time. All three of them were like co-dating. It was some of the coolest shit ever. And I'm like, my mm. friends are rad. Poly lifestyle, bro. Yeah, in fucking seventh grade this was going on. Like out in public, and it was a thing. Like people would talk shit on them. Like, can you? Did you see those girls? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, leave them alone. Well, my homie's right there, and I want to get in on that action. Like, if this other dude drops off, I'm gonna be that support system that's always been here. You never know. These girls drink. You know, twelve year olds drinking. You never know what could happen at a party. Some fingers could slip. Just saying. That was next. Blind date. Did you ever watch Blind Date? Mm, what's that? Similar thing, but it was just like they would set up two people on a date, and it was usually chopped up into like half episodes, like there would be two dates. And it was like, listen, you guys are writing this whole date out, regardless of if you like each other or not. So it was like a six-hour commitment. And so if they didn't like each other 10 minutes in, you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be a good one. And they just, like, <clears throat> pick on each other the entire time and drink more and more and more and get nasty and just, like, everything's so superficial because they don't know each other. It's hilarious. Hilarious. Or within 10 minutes, they're just, like, trying to have sex at a bar and you're like, there are people and cameras around. What are you doing right now? They don't care. They know what they signed up for. Yeah, but they also had, like, paid actors on there a lot and stuff. Like, after the first season or two, it was like, oh, this is a hit. Let's let's get them to do what we want. And then they just started paying people, and then the show suffered. That was a good one. Did you ever watch Temptation Island? No. I didn't either. That came out when I was, like, on... I think I still lived at home, and it was like... I may have been, like, 16. I'm like, God damn it. Why has it got to be on Fox 11 at 9 o'clock? Everybody's up at that time. I can't watch this. Without getting in trouble for being a perv. Because I lived with <laughs> two older sisters, younger siblings. I was just I was the I was just the no man's land of children. It was like four years older than me, or like I don't even know how much older they are. Five years older than me, my sisters, and then my younger brother's six years younger than me, and I was the oldest boy. It was kind of just like you'll be alright. <laughs> you know, like figure you'll be cool. Like, there was other dudes on my block that I grew up with that were the same age, and it was kind of like, yeah, you go figure out life with them. And I was like, oh, okay, that's how we figure out the rules. That's cool. <laughs> so I didn't watch Temptation Island. But I did always watch the, I used to watch the Newlywed Game from time to time. They had the best <laughs> line ever. That was the show. Did you ever watch the Newlywed Game? I know the Newlywed Game. I know the one where show. they would call sex whoopee. <laughs> you know that part of this? Well, you couldn't call it sex. TV is different. No, I know. They, they, so they, they would know. be like, uh, my favorite part in one episode was the question was, it's a matching game. You try and match your partner's answers when you're in a different room in isolation. And so one of them was, where is the strangest place you have ever made whoopee? And the wife goes, that'd be in the butt, Bob. <laughs> On <laughs> national television. Back when TV was real, unfiltered. There you go. Those are good. Oh, it's, good it's real shows. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy the playlist of the week. This week, did you have something you wanted to throw out there? Nope. All right. Well, in that case, we're going to throw <laughs> it back to Aretha and ZZ Top. 
We're going to go the classic um, route this week. Aretha and Z Top. You can't go wrong there. That's a good, good decision. Yeah. So we're going to cool it on back this week and get some R-E-S-P-E-C-T. You know what I'm saying? You're a sharp dress you man, go. Mike. Uh, so if you want to follow Mike's sharpness, you can follow him on R-E-S- Instagram. R-E-S-P. No. And I don't got the, oh, I got the C, too. What's up? P-R-E-S-C-O-T-T. And the T. Yeah. Prescott Just ain't got Sucka in D. the same order. Mike whoa, is whoa, his whoa. dingleberry. I can go all day whoa. on you guys. You're, you got a shit Watch jersey on a shit fantasy <laughs> owner. And, I, and we're going to beat the brakes off you, as we usually do. Try and get out of the You got to play a new season this year. This is not last year. You can live on last year all you want, buddy. You got to You know what losers say all the time? This is a new season. That's that's a perpetual loser statement. Hey, it is. Am I lying? Am I telling No, but you're like the Detroit Lions, never going to win shit. Okay, well, you're going to see this year. I'm going to kick your ass twice. I hope I play you week one. I want you week one so I can kick your ass twice in one season. It's completely random, ass. and I am a devout commissioner. I take my job seriously. I've been doing it for over two decades. I know it's completely random. I said I want to. I didn't say lying. I will I not. I going to have I, Listen, I, normally, I would want – this is the closest I'd ever be to manipulating anything, something as easy as a schedule. But it's a slippery slope, Mike. Just ask our government. To circle it back to those pieces. I'm of just shit. saying. I don't know. I don't know if it can be manipulated or not. I don't know what's gonna happen. But if I can get you week one, your ass is grass. Just know that, buddy. Yeah, right. Then it's gonna be over soon for you. Then I'm shaving your head. Then we got a bick. Your ass yeah. is grass. Everybody week heard one, your butthole pucker up as soon as I said that because you you're running out of things to lose, Mike. You're running out of things to give me. I would never bet my damn hair, so that would never happen. Bro. That, like, Listen, bro, when you get put into a sticky situation, you got to be the runner. You know? That's what it is sometimes. My hair, I would never bet. I don't care if it's some shit that I know I would win. Like a guaranteed bet, I still wouldn't bet my fucking hair. <laughs> All right. Well, now I have a new goal in life. Make you lose so hard. Someone like, yo, hair. I bet you that your name is Mike. I still wouldn't bet on my head. Yeah, because your name's Michael. I win that bet. Where's your birth certificate, son? That's all I'm saying. Fuck that. All right, well, if you want to follow Mike and all his truth and his beautiful hair that he has, his quarter-inch locks, (laughs) your beard's longer than your hair on your head. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at blackirish213. You can follow us at blackirishpod. And you can follow me at brendallas7. Um, I started posting up even open mics. It doesn't matter where I'm going. Not even open mics. That's pretty much all I do these days. But hoping to get on some regular consistent shows coming up soon. Um, if you want to see me do stand-up, just follow Instagram. It's the easiest way. And share us somehow like us or do some kind of clicky thing. I don't fucking know what's supposed to happen, (laughs) but I just, all I know everybody on the reel is that if you interact somehow, it helps more people see it. So it's not even about the self-adulation that I need. I do that through comedy. It is to get this to more people. So it helps our little algorithm thing. If you take some sort of action, whatever it is. So if you're in the mood, please do that. Uh, But either way, make sure you have a good week and love on each other. 
Um, and if you're having some tough times mentally, just know it's never that bad. You'll be all right. There you go. All right. Well, on that note, have a fantastic week. I get to see you in two. All right, everybody. Have a good one. You get to shave my ass. (laughs) On that note, we cue the music. Peace.